Hi, this is Cindy Wilson. I'm Tommy Stinson. Hi, this is Brian Bell from Weezer and The Relationship. What's up? This is Colony House. I'm Ariana in the Rose. Hi, this is Tony. And this is Miles. From Fastball. This is Guar. This is George Harris. Hello, this is Ian Beckles. Hello, everyone. This is Fernando from Moonspell. Yo, yo, this is Max Foreman. Hi, guys. This is Pajamas. Yo, what's up? It's the Reach Brothers. You're listening to Cigar City Radio. 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 Você está ouvindo Cigar City Radio. Radio. Cigar City Radio. <laughs> Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging No Clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. So this is what No Clubs has coming up in May. Thursday, May 16th, Whitechapel is on the Chaos and Carnage Tour 2019, along with Dying Fetus, Revocation, and a bunch of other black and death metal bands that I can't pronounce their names. So you know it's going to be good. That's at Janice Live. It's an early show. Doors are at 4.30. Tuesday, May 28th, Another sold-out show at Janus Live, the return of Trey Anastasio Band, which I don't know what that means. When did, when did they come previously? When they're returning, the Trey Anastasio Band? Either way, that show is sold out, too. And Friday, May 31st, closing out a busy month, Black Bear, the Dead to the World Tour with Gashi at Janus Live. That one's not sold out, but it might sell out. So I would definitely pick up tickets for that now. Pick up tickets for all the shows coming up. We have a lot of cool shows coming to town in the summer, including Bowling for Soup and Real Big Fish, August Burns Red, Baroness, Umphreys McGee, Pedro the Lion. So much cool stuff coming our way. Head to statemedia.com for all the information on the shows and to pick up tickets and use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. Welcome to Cigar City Radio episode number 100. This is the 100th episode of Cigar City Radio. I can't even believe it. The song you just heard was Too Many Knobs by Shark Muffin. It's off the EP Gamma Gardening. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, the man who has said very terrible and horrible things that no one will ever hear for 100 episodes that we've had to bleep every single week, Mr. Jason Solanez. Scully is a goblin <laughs> see exactly a hundred episodes of dealing with jason solanas has really that's been the real feat honestly yeah it's true it that is, is yeah. it is true 
Our guest on this episode is Andy Holt. Andy Holt is a writer of fiction, nonfiction, scripts, and satire. He is an editor at Hard Drive, which is the gaming and nerd culture section of the popular online satire magazine, The Hard Times. But most importantly, Andy Holt is one of our best friends ever. We've known him for a very long time. He was a groomsman in my wedding, and he's just been a, a part of our lives forever. You know, we played in bands with him. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jason and I talked a lot about who we should feature as the 100th episode Definitely, and, Andy. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we were thinking about going for some big fish, you know, because for our 50th episode, we had Tommy Stinson from The Replacements, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I guess Andy's kind of a step down from Tommy Stinson. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but what's really cool about it is, you know, after 100 episodes, we're featuring one of our best friends ever. And that's that's really special. And that's really cool that we can do that, that we have this platform where we can sit down with a friend of ours and shoot the shit about the stuff that he's up to. And for some reason, you're going to listen to it. I don't know why. I don't know why you're still listening to this. 100 episodes and you're still listening to Cigar City Radio? Sorry, guys. Yeah. What is up? What is up with that? Either way, we're really, really stoked that this is the 100th episode. And actually, you know, this episode is so awesome and it's so good that we've actually, we're actually going to blow up the podcast after this in many ways. Because, you know, once we get to like, once once you pass 100 episodes, it starts to get kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, it's episode 5,612. You know, I don't want to do that. So after this week, we're actually going to be dropping the episode number. So this is the last episode that's going to have a number, episode 100. And then from here, we're just going to just start dropping shit. And we're going to change up the format a little bit. There's going to be some differences in, in the way the episodes are released and you know, uh, the, the frequency and the timing of releases is going to be different. So this is the, the end of an era right here. We just, you know, we got to the hard drive. We got to the hard times. We got to Andy Holt and we're just like, we just can't anymore. That's it. We're done. Damn it. Andy. No more. Andy. No more. Look what you've done. Andy has killed Cigar City Radio in many ways. Andrew. This Lewis. will be our lowest downloaded episode of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it'll be it'll be great. Thank, so thank you to everybody for listening to us for 100 episodes. Thank you to Andy for being a part of this. Thank you to uh, the Hard Times and everybody at the team over there um, for letting us talk about all of the shit that you're doing with Andy. Because I know there's lots of secret stuff that we go into in this episode. Stuff that I would bleep out. Yeah, lots of stuff to bleep. So thank you for listening again. So here it is. Episode number... 100. friends, one of our homies, somebody we've known for a very long time. He played music with us. He's went to high school with us. He was the, uh, the group, uh, a, he was a groomsman at my wedding. So that's the most important of all things. So, and he's not just our homie now. He's somebody that actually, 
Um, I guess I guess we could say that you're notable now. Is that Ooh. is that? Is wow. That, can we do that? Can you're, say, you're, you 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 do a notable thing. This is I the guess? this is the biggest moment of my life. I've never been called notable before. <laughs> well, you're you're worthy of having on the podcast Thank now. You. Thank yes, you. yes. I'll All never right. forget. But when before, you told me yeah. I was good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, our uh, our very hardcore listeners will actually might recognize your voice because you have sat in on other episodes before. One um, episode, yeah. Well, well, the Billy Mays one, right? And I think... Oh, uh, two, that's right. Because um, we did two in that day. It was Billy Mays and uh, who else did we And Beckles. the other one he was on. Beckles. Oh, Ian, yeah, Ian Beckles. Yeah, yeah. Ian Beckles. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was, that that was, was so much. Time. That was so cool. Yeah. And that was uh, that was like a year or so ago. Now. That was way more than a year ago, way man. More than, yeah, yeah. God, time is flying. So, But now you are notable enough that's to have right. your own episode. Because Andy Holt... I'm taking this straight from your website, by the way. Andy oh, Holt, no. yes, yes, is is a writer of fiction, nonfiction, scripts, and satire. He is an editor at Hard Drive, the gaming and nerd culture section of the popular online satire magazine, The Hard Times. Which, if you're not familiar with The Hard Times, they are a hilarious website, and uh, you should be familiar with them. You've probably seen the, their articles shared on Facebook or uh, stolen by Reddit. <laughs> possibly so andy is uh the author of uh you know he's known for such headlines like local band moves to los angeles halfway through first show dad bonds with promoter over son's lack of hustle that one's personal honestly <laughs> you know who that one yeah is. i know <laughs> yeah tinder date just barely long enough to list every type of ipa and one of my personal favorites Android user added to group chat better be one funny motherfucker, which is true, man. Like if you're going to add an Android user to a group chat, if you're going to get those green bubbles, that better be a funny yeah, ass motherfucker. Uh, green bubbles. I've yet to see one uh, be worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. What are you doing, Android users? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, but honestly, that's that's a big deal because the iMessage thing is is really the only one of the only reasons I'm still using an iPhone. Honestly, yeah, is, it's uh, uh, well, I got a lot of this is all this is true all the time, but I got a lot of anger at that article. Oh, uh, I'm sure, you would, as you would know, yeah. uh, the consumer technology people are very opinionated and very easily angered. I can imagine. So uh, there were a lot of really mad Android users, and um. I bet they weren't funny. Their comments weren't very funny. <laughs> so they, they were you wouldn't mad. add them to a group chat. Yeah, right? they were they were just really mad. Someone said I was uh, classist. I was, okay. I was, I was <laughs> okay. Being yeah. mean to poor people. Yeah. Um. Even though you can buy like a used I iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Or you can buy an expensive. Oh, Android. really expensive? Yeah. Android. Like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Those Samsung phones are crazy. Yeah. It's not. Um. Yeah. But uh. But yeah. Whatever. I mean, I just I'm I'm I don't. I enjoy when people are mad at me. It's it's good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that kind of comes with the territory with uh, the hard times and hard drive is that, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to anger a lot of people, especially people that don't get the joke. You know, how often well, does that happen true. when people don't don't realize that it's satire? Oh, that definitely. Yeah, that happens. Like, I mean, we, we actually make uh, we make an effort to avoid that. Like, that's not. We don't want people to mistake it for real. Like yeah. that's not if, if if like a preponderance of people think it's real, we, we would consider that like a mistake on our part. Yeah. Um and it's funny, like you notice like the number one thing people say about like the onion, which will be like, Oh yeah, the onion, like all the time they trick me into thinking it's real. 
And like to like satire writers, that's not a good, that's not a compliment. Yeah. That means you failed as yeah. a satire it'd be, writer. It'd be like if someone, if you did a stand up set and then someone was like, man, that I really liked your stand up set. It made me really sad. Like <laughs> it's not, you know, you don't want, you don't want it to not be, to be, you don't want it to be like fake news basically. Yeah. You know? But, right. uh, but yeah, like sometimes like you're always going to get people that, that don't get the joke or get mad or whatever. And that's, um, you know, it, that's fine too. Like I don't, um. We don't mind, like when people get offended, I don't get mad that they're offended. That's like a, that's their reaction. That's a legitimate reaction. Sure. They're and allowed you can't to be mad. Yeah, you can't control that. Yeah, and they're so. allowed to be mad. I don't, I don't, I don't consider it my job to argue with them or say that they're wrong. Like maybe they're right. Maybe we shouldn't have run that article if they're mad about it. Yeah. Um, that's like, that's life. We're already like on to the next one and you just do your best. Yeah, that's true. That's how it goes. Man, the, the hard times thing is just crazy to me though, because um, I can proudly say that I was one of the first hard times readers, you know, like I was like one of like the first hundred people to like, like it on Facebook, you know? Oh, no uh, way. Yeah, for sure. Cause wow. I, I knew it's like 300,000 people. Now. Well now. Yeah. yeah but, but back I'm saying that's, that's cool. Yeah. But back then, so like I knew Matt Saincombe, I guess I, I don't even really know him. I don't think anyone knows him, you know? I mean, like, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know, no. A little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I just knew him through, um, he was the music editor at, uh, the San Francisco Weekly, I think. Uh, yeah, um, SF Weekly. Yeah, the SF um, Weekly. That's where he started. So he was the guy that, like, when a band would, one of our bands would come to San Francisco, like, I'd email him, you know, for oh, show coverage right, right. and, like, you know, just get, you know, whatever, you know, what any kind of coverage that we could get or, you know, send somebody out to the show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would email him, you know, pretty regularly when we had bands in San Francisco and somehow just became Facebook friends with him at some point. I don't know why. Um, Uh But then I started seeing him sharing these hard times articles, you know, like when it first started and he was sharing the original posts um, and I thought they were really hilarious, you know, but it was like, Oh, it was just, this is just like Matt's thing or whatever, like his personal blog or whatever it is, you know, yeah, it it really was was him and Bill. Yeah. Yeah. His co-founder. Yeah. Right. So I started seeing him sharing the articles and then, you know, every time he'd share them, I thought they were hilarious. And then all of a sudden I started seeing other people sharing the articles, Mm -hmm. but it was like people that didn't know Matt, you know, like they wasn't because of Matt. It was just like all of a sudden, like random other people in the music industry and just friends of mine just started sharing all these hard times articles. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all of a sudden it went from being this little thing to like this thing, you know, (laughs) like like what it is now and what it's grown into, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. for me, Um, you might have the actual data to support this, but like, for me, I feel like what broke the ground for hard times was that, um, the grumpy sound man, uh, (laughs) video with Ryan Long, who's, Uh who's Ryan Long is hilarious. Yeah. I'm sure you know, we've done a few videos with him. Yeah. Um, that was the sound guy thing was actually my first, um, uh, my first exposure to hard times. Yeah. I think it was for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. The whole thing, the, the, what I, what I always remember the funniest live for that was when, there's um there's like uh um the vocalist is saying uh could you turn up uh could you turn up my voice in the monitor uh up a little a little more a little more and the and the sound guy is nodding like is this good is this good and you see his hand and he's not touching the <laughs> knob and then it cuts to him doing like a testimonial and he says uh I've never heard, turned up the vocals in a PA ever <laughs> <laughs> like it's so I mean that that's the kind of stuff that made yeah that's the kind of stuff that made the site take off is that like you don't uh like it's sort of counterintuitive sometimes, but like being more niche gets you a bigger audience. Yeah. Cause people want to be, well, they want to recognize themselves in yeah, for something. Sure. And like the internet's so segregated now by interests that like you, you don't have, there is no such thing as mainstream comedy anymore, really. 
Yeah. Like, how, like there's not, you're not going to find the good comedy is not going to be something that everybody gets into. Cause there's just, it's too easy to find stuff that's about your interests. Right. If you're a punk, you know, you want to see stuff about punks. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, like it kind of, that video took off, I think, cause it was just an actual, I mean, we were in a band together for a long time. Yeah, like, and we experienced it, like, a lot of grumpy, grumpy sound, sound guys. guys. Like it's, yeah. it's a very recognizable thing. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, you like see yourself in it. And yeah, that's that's what made me a fan. Yeah, and I think that that was the first video where I was like, okay, everybody I know is sharing this thing now, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, and and yeah. that was like, that was to me where like, I guess hard, you know, the hard times kind of uh, crossed over, if you will. Right. To like, you know, slightly more mainstream and at least at least within our scene, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, um, it really like, uh, it's funny that, that you were around uh, that early, like before I knew about the site, because like the way Matt tells it is like him and Bill started this thing. They're both punks. They don't like they weren't trying to start a company. Yeah. Like they're, you know, DIY guys like they were just like. They thought it'd be cool. Um, I haven't even talked to him about what, where the first idea came from, but like he, uh, he was saying like him and Bill were doing these articles and then people started emailing them wanting to write for the site and they were like, uh, like, okay, I guess like they, they took on (laughs) some writers, like they didn't go looking for them. And then eventually they had this big group of contributors and then they started getting a bunch of page views and then it was sort of like, oh, this is a company. Like like they didn't, they didn't try to find, I don't think they tried to found a company. They just kind of. They like, yeah, they accidentally founded a company. And it's funny to see Matt, who's this like super, uh, you know, super punk, like DIY, like, you know, ethics kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's like, t- you talk to him and he's like talking about ad deals and like hustling, like, like he's like, he's a yeah, businessman now. Yeah, he's got to sell. And uh, man. it's yeah. very, it's just very cool. Cause he, he always proudly says we've never had an investor. We've never had, uh, we've never t- taken a loan. Yeah. Like it's, uh, like if we stopped getting if we stopped getting readers, the lights would go off like tomorrow. Yeah. Like that. And that's, that's like exciting and scary, but it's cool to not be under an umbrella or to not owe anyone anything. Yeah. And to like, be truly independent. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. really, really independent. Like, and, and honestly, it just, it just goes to just great writing. Like Matt's a great writer, mm-hmm. you know, and he was a great writer at, at SF weekly. And like now he writes for like Rolling Stone and stuff too. So yeah. like he's, you know, at its core, I think that's what separates um, the hard times from some of the other satire sites is that it's still like really good writing, you know, it's really yeah. good at what it is. Um, and I think it's interesting too. Cause like when I would tell people about the hard times a couple years ago, I would have to explain it as like, Oh, it's, it's like the onion, but for, you know, for punk rock or rock music or whatever. But uh-huh. now like, you know, now like a satire site is like its own category, you know, like you don't have to explain like, this is the onion, but this it's like, yeah. this is just a satire site and people get it. You know, which I think mm-hmm. the hard times and like Reductress and some of those sites were kind of, you know, uh, instrumental in making that its own thing, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. Redu- like we have some, there's some hard times contributors that are also Reductress writers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a few that have, that write for The Onion from time to time. It's it's become sort of a segment of of the, like, it's it's this interesting intersection between the writing and comedy worlds because... Like if you look at the edit, the editors at a uh, hard drive, which would, so I, that's what I edit for mm-hmm. is a hard drive, which is all gaming and tech and nerd culture and stuff. Um, like if you look at our editors, like I'm, I'm a writer. I was not a comedian mm-hmm. ever. Like, as you know, I've, I've never done comedy in my life. 
except uh, witty banter when we were a band. Yeah, right. Um, and and we, uh, we did we did spend like when we first moved to Chicago, we spent like a week writing jokes that we never used. I oh, remember. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, and we used to, I mean, we used to do those like sort of comedy uh, routines in front of our high school. Yeah, well, you did do that. Yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but, but yeah, yeah you're but, not a stand up. No. And, and I'm not, a, I'm yeah. just not a comedian like at all. Yeah. Um, and, but the other three editors are all, uh, I mean, they're obviously writers, but they're all from a comedy background mm-hmm. and satire is a cool way to, to kind of merge those things. Like yeah. you can bring different skills, um, and you can come at it from different directions. And like the early days of, uh, of hard times, uh, they always say like, they didn't even really have writers or comedians. It was a lot of just punks that yeah. were like that that found out they were funny because they wrote for the hard times. Like yeah. it, it's kind of, it's a cool little segment and um, it it really is all owed to the onion because onion invented it way before all these other sites. But yeah. uh, um, it's kind of cool to have these sites like Reductress and, and the hard times and stuff that on a good day we could, we go like toe to toe with the onion. Yeah. Like there are days when we have an article that, that kind of, uh, that like beats out the onion article that day. And that's always cool. Cause, cause they're like the, the godfather of, of the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. And most of our sites are staffed by people that have been rejected by the onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then they come to you. Yeah. yeah it's cool right. to see. It's cool to like go toe to toe with a company that that's such a, a big thing. So yeah, it's, it's like a, it's an exciting, like little like ecosystem to be in. And it's cool how we all have our different niches. So we're, we're competing, but we're not competing like, uh, in a, in a way where it's like a zero sum game. It's yeah. like, you know, we have our areas. So let, let's, uh, let's peel back the curtain a little bit here. Tell me the, ins- I want to know the inside, the insider works of the hard times, Oof. which I don't know how much you're allowed to say, <laughs> have you to know, be, you have to be careful. Yeah. Be very careful. Um, but like, so, you know, walk us through like how an article goes from like idea to the website. Uh, okay. So yeah, it, uh, it varies like some, but the, the standard way things work is we have uh, a group online, a group of contributors. Um, it's sort of like an online writer's room. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that uh, someone were to become a writer for us is you, uh, we have an email address that anybody can send uh, 10 headlines to, mm-hmm. um, which is how I got originally got into the site. Um, I sent uh, 10 headlines and I ended up being the first hard drive writer uh, brought on yeah. um, by coincidence. But uh but yeah, um, so it's this group of contributors that's all people that got in that way. There's no other way to get in. Um, and then all week, uh, every week, contributors just post uh, headline pitches into this group uh, all the time. And the other contributors can see it. They can punch They can punch them up. They can kind of mm-hmm. um, react to them, help tweak them and stuff. And, uh, and um, at the end of the week... Uh, every week, like last night, we had our editor meeting. The editors have our meeting, and we go through all the headlines for the week, and we pick the ones that we would uh, want to run. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, and then the the writer, uh, like an editor, goes to the writer, and then they uh, they write a draft, and the editor edits it, and and then there's a whole kind of pretty like boring standard yeah, editorial process. Much more traditional editorial yeah, process. Yeah, but it, yeah. it is different than um, a lot of sites. Don't have a lot of sites. You just um, send in headlines by email if you're a contributor. Mm-hmm. Um, but having this group is a lot of fun because you you get, there's like a sense of community. You kind of collectively help uh, make the voice of the site. Yeah. Um, and that's really fun. Um, and that's, and for me, I mean, I started just as a contributor and I liked the group so much and I wrote so many articles over the course of a couple of years that it, uh, I wouldn't be an editor there now if, if 
it hadn't been such a community atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's a lot of fun and, um, it's, it's cool to kind of have this big group of people that are all really talented that all do that, uh, that all pitch at different times and, and have different personalities and stuff. Um, but that's sort of how it works overall. Um, sometimes editors like, uh, for breaking news stories, sometimes we just throw articles together and get them up. Like it's always fun when, when there's like a news story and then we have a joke up in like an hour. Yeah, that's, that and, is great. And people are commenting like, whoa, that was fast. Like, yeah. That's fun. And then, so we, we have, we have other ways to do it if, if we don't have the time of like waiting a week to do the editor meeting. So, right. um, that's one fun thing that niche sites can do sometimes a little better than bigger sites is that we can just like throw stuff up there. Yeah. What's a, what's a good example of that, of like an article that you guys got up quickly? Um, let me, let me find one. You're yeah. going to have to edit, edit this That's out, fine. but, uh, let me find, we had a recent one. We, we had one we got, uh, we had one we got, people got mad about, but it, but we thought it was uh good. It was about Facebook. Also, we totally have the same iPhone case. That's all oh, the weird. leather one. Yeah. Did you, okay, <laughs> did you see the video of uh Dieter bone? talking about this case yeah i'm, I'm a few, big dieter bone fan yeah, you're one of few other dieter heads that i know <laughs> <laughs> i love that guy um i would i think yeah, i think I'd i'm gonna go meet him i think i'm gonna go to e3 this year for uh for hard drive right and i'm just gonna be keeping eyes peeled for dieter yeah um i'm like i'm sure he has other mega fans but uh you, oh, from you the palm back, days you go back man, further the, than me from yeah. precentral.com yeah, yeah um but i remember it's because of you that i know who he is but i just remember when when apple added the uh um added the the swiping features yeah where you can like and, switch between and they apps. were like the same as the uh the pre yeah, yeah. and i saw they announced that feature and I, I had this like leg off my head like oh i can't wait for dieter's take on <laughs> <it."> <laughs> um but uh and actually that's that's something that since i've become a hard drive editor i've gotten more into where we uh like try to do more uh tech stories because sure. consumer tech is part of nerd culture and and people as you know if you read the verge or whatever there's like huge communities of people that are like as into consumer tech as people are into comic books or, or sports or, or anything. Yeah. And I'm a little bit like one of them, you know, like I'm yeah. really into that. Like I just get a new iPhone when my old iPhone breaks, but I like to follow like, uh, um, just kind of whatever new thing comes out. Like it's, it's almost just kind of a unstressful yeah. thing to like, you know, like the world's falling apart, everything's terrible, but then you can read an article and be like, like, oh, the new Huawei phone has like a night photo feature. Right. Or like, yeah, or like oh man, yeah. like I'm, I'm hearing about like screen quality problems on the Pixel. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like right. it's, it's like but really soap. it doesn't matter yeah. at all. The yeah. fun part is it's like, it's drama. It's like a soap opera. It is. And yeah. it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Like if Samsung makes less money this year. It's right. Like, <laughs> it really like doesn't a, matter. For, you know, $500 billion company or whatever. Okay. So uh, we did one example of a breaking article we did was... Uh, um, so when there was that, uh, that, um, obviously very tragic shooting that happened where, uh, and the guy was like, he had, he posted, he like streamed it on Facebook. Okay. Remember like there was like, there was a lot, there was like a Facebook live video of this. Yeah. Like, Unfortunately tragedy. there's a lot of shootings, so I don't, I don't yeah. particularly remember, I, I but yeah, a, I think this was the, uh, the, uh, Christchurch shooting. Okay. Um, okay. and, and, uh, but yeah, there are a lot like, and yeah. we, and we generally don't, uh, we generally don't. Like when we don't try to do jokes about tragedies, like it's not like, right. uh, like we, we don't, our default is to not comment on, on sure. stuff. Like we're not, you know, 
uh, trying to be edgy or whatever. But that one was like, like we, we do uh, hard drive, like as a nerd culture property really does go after tech companies a lot like mm -hmm. Facebook. Like we really think Facebook should be like satirized and criticized. And, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was an example of like, you know, a lot shooters like that. A lot of them get, get this ideology from uh, communities that Facebook allows to, to spread this stuff, right? right? Like Facebook is full of some really poisonous stuff sure. and they should do better with it. So like um, we ran, we ran this article, like the, the guy live streamed the shooting on Facebook and it took a little time for them to cut it down. So some people saw like people getting killed on, on a Facebook live thing. So our headline was uh, Facebook tells shooter he could reach more people if he boosts posts for $50. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, the sad part is that they probably did. They probably well that, did. So, that, so that's the thing. So like people got, obviously people got, a lot of people got mad. A lot of people liked it too, but a lot of people got mad and said, this is too soon. You shouldn't yeah, joke yeah. about this. And again, I don't argue with those people. They, that is a, that's a real feeling that they have and, and it shouldn't like them having that feeling isn't, isn't, it's not my job to say they shouldn't feel that way or that they're wrong. Yeah. But our point of view for why we did that article is that, um, in a, in a moment of like a tragedy like that, like that's, that's a, that headline is, if you really look at it, it's very much about Facebook. Yeah. It's about how Facebook is complacent in these things happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, and a lot of people saying this isn't the time for that. And stuff like I think that that is the time for that. I don't think a company like face, Facebook should be allowed to hide behind um, hide behind being like, well, this isn't the time. We should all be mourning. We shouldn't be pointing right. fingers. It's like we absolutely should be pointing fingers. Yeah. Like like it, I don't think they sh people should be able to say like we should wait until everyone's forgotten about this before we talk about it. Yeah, because there's going to be something else that happens. Exactly. Like, nobody's yeah. ever going to forget about it. So, but yeah, that's an example of one where we like it went up. Uh, right to like really quick during a time when people were still really upset and stuff. But we, we just figured like the, the time, the time to, to go after people that are complacent in something is the time when people are already upset. So it's right. like that, that's an example of like it, it something that smaller satire sites can do a little better because we don't have to run that article through a big, long editorial process. It's small right. enough that if, if all the editors are, are in the room and we all say, uh, let's do it. We can have it up like right away. We yeah. don't have to like, we don't have a parent company. We don't have like a, you know, right. You don't have to answer um, to, to Vox or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, like that article did, I mean, it, it's, it sparked a lot of reactions, but it did well. It was everywhere. People, you know, a yeah. lot of people and, and we got a great little like uh, tag on it because um, Facebook offered to boost that post. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a screenshot of them, of them trying, it said like this post is doing well, like pay this much money to get even right. more. Yeah. So, um, we were just sitting there hoping they would do it and they did. So, yeah. so we got a screenshot of that and that was just like, you know, my, chef's, chef's kiss. My favorite, <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing that Facebook does now is when, um, you don't post on a page for a little while and it says like, you haven't posted in this page in a little, in, in a while, you know, your 1,300 fans or whatever are waiting to hear from you. And then, <laughs> and then you go and you post and then it's like 12 people have seen this. It's like, <laughs> what the hell, what happened to the 1,200 fans that were waiting? You know, why didn't you show it to all that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, this isn't, isn't something I would want to get into too much, but the, the behind the scenes of like having having Facebook, having a Facebook page that's, that is liked and followed by like 300,000 people. Like yeah. the, the, the amount of sway Facebook has at the snap of their fingers over yeah. the health of a website is, is, um, 
really, I mean, I'm trying to think of a better word, but it's like absurd, like how just these little programming tweaks make these massive effects on these websites. Well, yeah, that was a, that's been a big thing um, in kind of the music industry in the music world too. I'm sure it's the same thing for any kind of audience that lives on Facebook, but um, cause yeah, for the longest time, like people in the industry were like, Oh, you don't need a newsletter. You don't need a mailing list. Just focus, <laughs> just build your Facebook, just build, yeah. just add, get people to add you on Facebook. And then like, you know, a year or so ago, Facebook like tweaked the algorithm. So now it's like, we're not going to, we're not going to show you brands anymore. We're yeah. going to show you updates from your friends, which is all well and good. But really what that means is you need to pay us now or no one's going to see your posts. Exactly. And now everybody in the industry is like, oh man, we should go back to newsletters. You know, yeah. we should have a mailing list again. Yep. And it's like, well, they, yeah, you know. Yeah. They like, they sort of consolidated all this influence and now they're, they're using it. Yeah. Um, right. And, uh, and also they, I mean, there was a, I mean, it's lucky that it's lucky the hard times got big enough and healthy enough that we like now we can survive the whims of Facebook. But yeah. early on, they could have killed the whole site if it had if it had been like in the first year. Um, but it, it's like a, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's but it, it is funny when uh, the hard times and the hard drive in particular, like interact with other like serious brands, I guess, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Hard drive um, does that a lot. Like our Twitter is very, I, I, I loved, uh, I'm pulling it up now where you, um, you tweeted recently. I think it was actually you that tweeted this about GameStop. Yeah. That, yeah, that was me. Where you said we are 1000 <laughs> followers away from 50 K. And if we don't get there by the end of the day, so help me God, I will go into this GameStop <laughs> <laughs> and GameStop responded. <laughs> they did. They, they, I, I, I have got a look. Um, I, I think, uh, I think brands on Twitter is a terrible thing and they're not funny. Right. Um, but they, uh, that being said, they were pretty good sports about it. They were, so, they were pretty yeah. funny about um, it. And, and, the, and they won, I guess, because you ended up going into that GameStop. Like there's yeah. a video of you and it's clearly you. I'm like, oh yeah, that is Andy. <laughs> yeah, it is me. <laughs> like walking into the GameStop, pre-ordering Mortal Kombat 11, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, well, like they posted, <laughs> we, we posted afterward, like it was something to the effect of like, Cause we, we made it to 50 K, but it was like the next day. So uh -huh. I had to go in Yeah, and, um, we said something like, uh, like we've now made 50 K, but not without the loss of our editor, Andy Holt, who, <laughs> who, who passed away shortly after entering that GameStop. Right. Um, like we just kind of played along with it, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was me. Um, people even like the internet's weird, man. People yeah. like zoomed in on the the reflect my reflection in the window of the GameStop oh, uh, God. and we're like there he is <laughs> like there's hard drive like, yeah, there's yeah you're you're the <laughs> yeah. hard drive someone told me to tie my shoe like the oh. it's Twitter I mean hard drive's very active on Twitter so it's a lot yeah. Twitter's the personally it's the only social media site I use yeah um I think Twitter's the only fun one yeah Twitter is a lot of fun because yeah. you can because you have those kind of random interactions with you know, a famous person or a brand or a celebrity or just whoever. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? um, Cause Twitter actually does feel like a public forum for better. And a lot of times for worse, it's a yeah. very much the public discussion. And you know? and it's uh word based, right? Like, like it's sort of a, um, it's not like, it doesn't have as much of like an infrastructure around it, like Facebook where it's like, where there's, it, there's so much of it is, is just based around like, uh, like galleries of photos and groups and everything's right. very complicated, but Twitter is just, you know, um, you, you post a, a certain number of words basically. And that's yeah. it. Like I like the 
simplicity of it. And it's terrible, but it's terrible the way people are terrible. So right, right. what are you going to do? And, and, but if you follow the right people, you can have a really good Twitter feed, you know? Yeah. Like I mainly follow like writers and other, like, you know, people that are in press really are good at Twitter because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people that are writers, you know, no offense, Sandy, you know, they're, they're not always <laughs> the best looking of people, you know? So yeah, like yeah. they don't want to, you know, it's not a bunch of selfies like on Instagram where it's all yeah. models and stuff, but like, on Twitter, it's like you can be clever even if you're ugly and, you know, people will follow you. So You can be you know. clever even if you're ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to my writer just friends. Just like real life. Yeah, just um, like real life. But yeah, it is like the writer's platform for sure. Yeah. Um, it's one of many things that you uh, that you got into before I did. But it's it's been funny recently. Um, like uh, I after I became an editor for Hard Drive, I got added to a Twitter list uh-huh. that's called Gaming Press. Oh, no. And I was like... Like what, like I'm like looking, I'm like looking at my hands, like what, like what monster have I become? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm part of the gaming press. Yeah, that's, that's, is there, that's the last thing Is there want. anything where, no one introduces themselves as part of the gaming press. Yeah. Even like the, I bet like the editor in chief of IGN mm-hmm. would not like to be called gaming press. No, I don't think so. Um, But uh, yeah, like I'm like walking around E3 with a gaming press badge. Like it's so surreal. Right. It's like the, it's. If if I ever thought one thing was me uh, wasting my time, it was all the video games I've played. Right, <laughs> like, I love them, yeah. but I was always like, "This is this is a net zero gain for me." Right, uh, career wise. So the idea of like of like writing about like making jokes about games, like in a professional capacity, is like the, I couldn't think of a more absurd thing. Yeah, and it's great. But no, it and is. And we great. love it. It is great. And honestly, like, you know, let's get a little personal here. Like, it's a good, I think this is great for you, you know, like just, you know, cause I mean, as long as I've known you, like you've wanted to be a writer, you know, like pretty much your whole life has been building towards that. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like you went to school for finance and then was like, fuck it, I'm going to be a writer. Totally. Yeah. Like you studied English at Wake Forest, right? Like you got Mm -hmm. your MFA, like you've been a writer and now like, it sounds like that's what you get to do is you get to write yeah. <laughs> most of the time. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's true. I don't, um, it's funny how like w- when, when things like aren't going well as a writer, you're constantly thinking about how you want to be one. You want to be a writer. You want to write more. Yeah. Um, and then once it starts, like once, like once they started being an editor, like once it starts going well, you don't even, you don't even notice that you're doing it now cause you're busy. Yeah. Like I don't even like I, I so rarely stop and I'm like, this is cool that I get to do this because yeah. it's just it's always the next thing. It's just chaos. You're just trying to get stuff out there. Um, and that's great. But it's it's so funny. Like you like all the time I spent thinking about what kind of writer I want to be was like all added up to very little. It's just what you do. Yeah. You know? Like I, I would want to be a fiction writer mostly. Um, and I was a bit like I published some short some uh, short stories, but. Um, I wrote a, a novel manuscript that like a few agents asked for and I sent it to them and no one picked me up and it like, I didn't really send it around much after that cause I didn't think it was very good. Um, and it, I still have it, maybe I'll do something with it, but, but I was kind of like, well, I guess that's it. Like I tried to be a writer and mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Um, or I just, I, I didn't feel good about it. And, um, in that time, just to kind of keep myself going, I was writing for the hard times as like a, a fun, like hobby like, like it was sort of, uh, it, it didn't feel like writing. Yeah. It was so different from all the formal stuff from like MFA programs. Like we're, like we're writing articles about like Waluigi's dick. Like it's, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. it's just so silly. Um, 
and I'm not a comedian, so it didn't feel like a part of any career thing. And it was, I was just doing it to stay busy. But then over time I was writing dozens and dozens of these articles. And then I ended up, you know, becoming an editor. And it's like, it's so funny that the thing that in my head, I was like, that's not writing. Yeah. That's fun. Like I'm doing all this serious, I'm trying to be a serious writer. <laughs> right, right. Capital S, capital W, serious writer. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, I'm doing for fun what turns out to be the best career thing I've ever done. Like it, it yeah. kind of, uh, I mean, I don't um, know how to turn, I'm not big into like advice. Like I don't take advice well. No one takes advice well, I, mm -hmm. I don't think. But uh, but I do think like one thing I learned from that is that like it's uh like trying to create a plan for yourself doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. uh, creatively. It's more just put your creative energy where wherever it it's rewarding for you and like the, the rest has to come later. Yeah. You know, so like that's been um but yeah, I pre I appreciate you uh sa saying that you uh I appreciate the thoughts. Yeah, no, it's true. And but it's <laughs> and it's also true what exactly what you're saying is like how you know, that's how kind of careers work. And I mean, that's how this site was founded. It was like, I don't think, yeah. like you said, like Matt and Bill didn't have a plan to found this, this company, but they mm -hmm. just started doing something and they did it well, you know, and they yeah. didn't give up. And then now they are where they are, you mm -hmm. know? So um, I should say though, about this, about uh hard, hard drive and hard times, you are actually the reason that I write for them. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you, I don't, yeah. I, you wouldn't well, have I mean, to go look, into all reason, that, but yes, yes. You're the I, reason for everything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm the reason for most things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, um, I, I, I still remember that day cause I, uh, Matt had posted cause the hard, the hard drive, I don't think it was an active site yet. It was brand new. Yeah. yeah. And he, he just posted on his personal Facebook, like, Hey, we're looking for more writers who are focused on video games and tech and stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, do you know anybody? And I messaged him and I was like, dude, my friend Andy would be perfect for this. Yeah. You know, like he's the perfect guy um, for this. Yeah. And the, the funny know? part is like, I now know, uh, at the time that now, now they're separate, like hard drive, uh, more or less operates as its, its own thing. Mm -hmm. We have our own editors, own writers. Some people write for both, but we have our own writers group. There's a lot of people that are just hard drive writers yeah. and hard drive readers. Like we, um, at this point, actually hard, um, hard drive. I might get, uh, I might get in trouble for saying this publicly, but, uh, hard drive the last couple of months has gotten more, uh, readers than hard times. Oh, wow. It's like really, really blowing up right now. I think just cause there's more gamers than, sure. than yeah. uh, and, and it's, it's a, it's a segment of media people that like of media consumers that have have a sense of humor and right. are constantly making fun of themselves. So like it's an opening. So I think that's part of why we've been blowing up. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, back then it was just a little segment in the main writers group. And I found out much later that I was the first person brought on as a hard drive writer. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, but it was funny that I sent my 10 headlines to Matt um, and was like, I know uh, Randy, he knows you, whatever. I thought I was like, I got an in. Yeah. <laughs> and all he did was just forward it to the same address everyone sends. Right. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. I now know like yeah. when people message us and are like, I know someone you know, we're like, that's that's nice. Right. But like, it maybe, it'll maybe get us to like, if, if you were friends with someone we we know, like on a personal level, maybe it'll make us want to like give you some feedback or something. Sure, but sure. We just very much connections don't get people into the site, but uh, but they do like in the case of you, like- I wouldn't even have even known. Yeah. Well, that's because it was so early on that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's um, the thing. And, and of course, like, yeah, you know, I mean, you got this job because you're good at what you do and you submitted good stuff, you know, like that's not, it's not because I know Matt, you know, but yeah. like, but it is, uh, it, it definitely, you know, that is one way to, uh, to like, you know, 
work and connect with people, you know? Yeah, and and my favorite thing to do in the whole world is to connect two people. Like I love yeah. when like two people that I know go and make cool things together. You know, that's one of the, the, the rewarding things about being an artist manager is like connecting an artist with a great producer or a great engineer or somebody mm-hmm. that I know like, okay, these people are going to make cool shit together. Yeah. You know? And I knew that about you and Matt and the hard times. Cause I was like, all right, Andy, this is totally up Andy's alley. You know, mm-hmm. even going back to like, you know, growing up, like I know you were like, a, you know, always a huge daily show fan. And, yeah. and in many ways, this is kind of like a, you know, a sort of an extension of that type of satire, you know, where you're taking, you know, the news and making some kind of light out of it at least. You yeah. Know? That that's uh so. it's fun. You, you like literally know me better than myself. I, I do. I do. Yeah. Andy. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause uh, on a very special cigar city. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but oh, no, we it, could get into some shit. Yeah. When the mics, when the mics turn off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But no, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's so funny how you kind of, uh, yeah, you, like you told me about this. You're right that it was a good fit for me, but I'd never written any, any kind of comedic stuff really. Yeah. Um, and then I sat down to write the 10 headlines and, uh, they came out like pretty easily. Like I was like, I know, I guess I know how to do this. Yeah. I remember you and sent like, me a, a couple of them just to like get some feedback. And I was like, how, like you, you came up with like 15 and like the first day I'm like, how did you do this? Yeah. It took, you know? it, it took like, um, like a couple, like a couple hours maybe. Yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah, it's one of those things like it, it did naturally play to a lot of things that I already was into, but I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember, I, I think my first, my first hard drive article was, uh, um, what, uh, it was, a uh, one dead, one missing in Game Boy battery compartment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, uh, just like a fake crime scene story. Um, about batteries like it was so silly I, and i was joking the other day we probably wouldn't run that now yeah um and we were desperate in the early days like i don't even know if my packet would i would hope it would but i don't even know if my packet would get me in now because because it, it just gets the bigger a site gets the harder it is to like we'll, we'll get packets that are just full of stuff we've already done mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like it makes it harder it, it, and it's like in the early days we're just like literally just trying to get articles out right you know like just trying to get anyone who can do it um so yeah, I mean, I, I it was the perfect time. It really was very like serendipitous, you know. Yeah. So this is a totally random question, but what's your favorite like game or gaming subculture to write about or to like like or what's what's the easiest uh, thing to make fun of? I guess. Man, I don't know. Um, I d- I don't. I'm gonna answer a different question. Okay. Because I don't know. All right. Um, I, <laughs> I, I mean, we we uh, I mean, we, we think like uh, um. I mean, a lot of the easy targets are things we avoid, like, uh, like, you know, we don't do jokes about gamers being like fat and greasy right. and, and, and not being so socially, uh, awkward and stuff like all, all those kind of things are so paved over yeah. and so not true. Like almost like almost every, the, the secret of, of gamers is that there aren't like everyone plays video games right. or not everyone, but a in our generation, it, it's more unusual to never play any video games. Right. Like mobile games, like Switch, mm-hmm. Xbox, like old N64 games. Like every, gaming is just a thing all kinds of people do. So the old like gamer stereotype, we, we kind of avoid, but that's very easy to do. Sure. Um, but I think Nintendo is, we've, ha- we've had a lot of success with Nintendo because they're, Nintendo already has such a sense of humor mm-hmm. and it's so silly and cartoonish that like we, we get to, we have a lot of fun with that because it it doesn't ever come across mean because it's just silly. Like Waluigi is like our uh, 
Yeah. Our mascot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could make articles. You could have a yeah. whole site that's just about Waluigi. Yeah, there, there was a time we had to post in the writers group, like, we're taking a break on the Waluigi pitches, guys. Like, it was a little much. But yeah, like, I think our most popular article ever was, uh, most popular hard drive article ever was um, uh, Nintendo confirms Waluigi is uncircumcised for some reason. <laughs> and is that I, knew, that... I knew Jason would like that one. And is that kind of based on, like, the J.K. Rowling, like, randomly confirming um, that, like, different characters are from Harry Potter? Or, I, ge- you know? I guess. I don't even <laughs> remember. Uh, but one of our other most popular articles, actually, this may have even passed the Waluigi one by now, was uh, um, uh, J.K. Rowling announces that you, the reader, were gay all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one, like, blew up. Yeah, um, that's a, that's hilarious. I mean, that's the, that's the thing, though. We hit, like, it becomes harder and harder to have a good site because we've hit so many topics. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I would say my favorite thing to write about is Nintendo. Um, like, and, and there's such easy targets in such a fun way. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever there's a direct, like, I, I live on the West Coast, so I had to get up at, like, 5 a.m. to watch a direct with the editors so we could make uh jokes the day of the direct yeah and um yeah like uh um i'm trying to i don't remember what we did the last direct but by the end of the day we had like three articles on it um and because they're like i said they're so silly and yeah there's uh, and a lot joyful there's a lot there you know there, there's not there's just and even the stuff they do wrong like their scarcity thing with them is just so silly like what like i remember we did an article the day that Nintendo online launched. Uh, we just ran the headline Nintendo already sold out of online. <laughs> and then like, it's like sources at Nintendo saying like, uh, like we just, like we didn't expect the demand for online. We didn't produce, we're really low on stocks of online. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's going to take a while for us to catch up. Like just kind of silly stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I, I will say we like, we're, we're really getting more into writing stuff about anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't watch anime okay. and neither do any of the editors. We're not anime people. So we had to get a group of our, we had to kind of go in the writer's group and be like, who's like, who's a real OG anime person? Yeah. Like identify yourselves. Right. Right. And then we, no, nobody wants to let that fact known. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and we had to like, and it's because like anime is so uh, just impenetrable. If you don't know, right. it's just gibberish to me when people write about it. So we had to get a group of writers who are anime people and they just operate as a group and they make anime headlines and they give them to us and they just kind of between themselves, they decide on which ones they like the most and they give them to us and we just kind of trust them that they're good because we don't understand. And that's been great. Like it's done great because like the anime community, like on Reddit and stuff is, is in my experience, one of the less like poisonous online communities. Um, That's interesting. Some of them are really bad. Yeah. Uh, And I'm, I'm sure some anime ones are too, but I just like when, when you watch them spread online, like, uh, you can tell like anime people, there's a lot of people that love anime that would love to see jokes about it. Um, and like lighthearted jokes about it, like not just jokes about anime being like sexist and stuff, which we also do jokes about, but yeah. Um, yeah, like that's been fun. It's fun to find new subcultures to explore and and see the response because so far the anime stuff's been great. Yeah. Our anime on Reddit like loves us. Oh, I'm sure. And it well, it also just seems like there's just never, there's never going to be, like, you're never going to run out of content with this site, I feel like. I, I hope not. You know, well, there's always going to be something else to make fun of, you know? There's yeah. always going to be something else well, to yeah. satire. That's true. You know? That's true. Um, And and it's, um, it's kind of fun. Like I said, having a big group is fun because there's little, there's just like little sort of nooks and crannies in the gaming world that you just don't 
that you don't know about. Like everyone has blind spots because it's so huge and fandom is such a specific thing yeah. where people are like, I'm a fan of this game or like, you know, I just started playing Stardew Valley. Okay. Yeah. I can't I've heard stop. about this. I can't yeah. stop. I know uh, Liz plays Stardew Valley. Right? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I always see on Xbox Live, I see Stardew Star- Valley. I see yeah. Fluff Mojo's playing. Yeah, it's ha- it happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, I shouldn't say her gamer tag. No, no, that's that's not my gamer tag. Though. Oh, that's so right. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, no, yeah, we can't say my gamer tag. That's good. I'm glad I didn't. I forgot secret. that. Uh, Although I, the Fantastic Plastics did call me out on their Twitch stream the other day. So I'm kind, of, really. kind of angry about that. Yeah. They were like, yeah, this guy is our manager. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm anonymous. <laughs> but yeah, so Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a um, good one. Yeah, it's so funny that I forgot your gamer tag because I look at it all the time. <laughs> yeah, but right. I don't like say it or think. Right. Know. Anyway, um, yeah, Stardew Valley. Like, So like then I... You know, I, I found out that it's this entire, like, people love that game. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, there's a whole, but, uh, like, yeah. It's, like, very calming. But then, you know, like, I discovered that, and then and then um, now we're, we're going to run, like, an article or two about it uh, just just from, like, having kind of discovered it. Yeah. And, and it turns out, you know, a bunch of the other writers play it, too, but it's just we hadn't really, like, hit on that much. Um, but you just discover things. It makes it, it's great because I can pretend that playing games is, research is work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're, you're you researching write them off yeah. on my taxes or whatever yeah you should yeah, yeah right um, off that xbox live subscription for sure yeah <laughs> um uh also so bef- before I, I don't know how much time we have we left got time we're good okay yeah. um because uh i need to at some point talk about our book oh yeah you know honestly i totally forgot about the book i will definitely put this in the intro i just realized uh, i forgot i forgot about it too but it's yeah uh, it's uh very important. Yeah. By the, so by the book, the the hard times. By the book. By the book. By so, the book. So the book is called "The Hard Times: The First Forty Years." Yes. Um, and you can pre-order it now. It comes out October 29th, mm-hmm. uh, twenty nineteen. We'll we'll be we haven't posted about it much on the site, but when it gets closer, it'll be everywhere. Yeah. So so what's the story behind the book? I so mean, the, fir- um, the first forty years. We're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna anyone who follows us, and you should follow us, but anyone who does is gonna get inundated about this book uh soon enough but uh the the premise of the book is that uh the hard times started as a punk zine 40 okay. 40 years ago um and so it's like a retrospective book of like the best articles in the history of the hard times okay um and so and like we're writing hard time style articles about uh the past about history that's uh, amazing that's genius i don't know like some of the like if you go on the hard times site and like the about page like like that's kind of the story is like it was like started you know in 1982 uh-huh. like at like a bad brains practice or something <laughs> exactly. like that exactly yeah so i i totally dig that that's amazing yeah and uh, it, it was fun cuz we could like uh like i have a f- i have a few articles in it like most of the writers do um and it's like uh it's cool because uh we like i didn't edit the book um that was uh Matt and Bill and uh Chrissy um who are like brilliant like they work their asses off on it. But uh, it was just cool because we already have this structure in place for writing hard times articles. So it was, it was very, it was a very easy switch to flip to make us just start writing hard times articles about things in the past. Like it, we were able to kind of already do what we do best, um, but do it in book form. And people that are fans of us will know when they buy it that it's going to be the stuff they like because yeah. it's exactly what we already do just like in the past. That's, uh, that's amazing. And yeah. you know, we were just talking about like, you're not, you'll never run out of content, but like, if you go to the past, then you'll really you never yeah, run out really, of content. Really, really never. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the next one, we're going to go like all the way back to the stone age. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> about like the first punk to, to make fire or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
like fucking sell out. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, like, so that, that's sort of a cool new project for us. Like we're trying to do, um, expand the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the brand strong. Well, the, I mean, there's, there's so much now, like you go to the hard times about page and even just the staff alone. Like I remember when it was just like Matt and Bill or whatever. And now yeah. it's like, there's like all these people listed as staff and you got like, you know, video people and merchandising and like all this stuff. So yeah, we have, we have, uh, we have like, uh, Shirts, not like shirts. We have shirts. have actual shirts. We have, we have many shirts. I need a hard. Time we we shirt. have a new uh, yeah. hard drive now. Has a gamer for president shirt. Okay. Um, and the slogan I've on it is uh, yeah. "America needs a new save file." Um, <laughs> it's and, very uh, true. Very and it's true. uh, yeah. We we like we had way too much fun with like we had so many different slogans like uh like the the tweet advertising it um like one of the lines is uh. Um, where we drop in boys into a better future for America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just yeah, crap yeah. like that. Right. Um, just gamer. It's broken. Being like a, a gamer tweet writer has broken my brain. I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's like a fun thing. It's very tongue in cheek. Like it's, but I think some people might buy it, taking it seriously, which is, uh, also fine. Yeah. You know, get I mean, a shirt for whatever reason you want. Yeah. You can't tell people Burn why it, to get their a, shirts. Make yeah. a flag. Yeah. So, so besides the book, you know, what else is next for the hard times, hard drive for Andy Holt? You know? Uh, I don't, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how much I, I can, should say, yeah. cause I don't, uh, um, I don't own the company, but, uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you what, what I, the, like, tell, tell us what yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I don't, um, like I said, I don't want to announce anything that hasn't been announced or whatever, but, uh, um, we are. I mean, if, if the book does well, like more book stuff would be great. Hard drive is, is newer, but it's blowing up. So hard drive doing a book would be an awesome thing in the future. Uh, and, uh, we're making some more videos. We're about, we're going to make a, a series of videos with a, uh, prominent gaming personality who I'm, I, uh, I should wait. You'll see okay. pretty soon. We, we just finished scripts for those. Um, we, uh, some some of like I think game some gamer president stuff is going to be fun when the election really gets going. Oh sure, we're gonna have some fun with that I think because people like it. Um, what else? Oh, uh, hard hard times is is uh, uh, I think Matt and Matt and Bill talked about they were interviewed on I think like Life Hacker last week. Okay, I think they talked about this, but we're we're looking at uh, starting like a new vertical that's more uh, like uh, serious writing. Okay, like a like a vertical that does like. Uh, like music culture writing kind of okay, stuff. That's um, cool. yeah. Um, I, uh, that's sorely needed right now. You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm being no, serious. I, I'm being I, well, serious. I think, I think actually, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be cool to, uh, oddly, like, uh, it's it oddly, I think people, at least me before I even wrote for the hard times, like as a fan of them, I think there's a, there's a certain level of trust that people have for, for the, um, the jokesters. Sure. Like, like we, like we, you kind of earn a certain, like, like you earn a certain cred by, by basically like pissing people off, like pissing people off is like our, yeah. what we do day to day, like is, is just attacking people. Well, um, so like it, it, when you see an article from us, you know, it's not going to be motivated by trying to impress anyone or by uh, right. or, sucking up to anyone Yeah, because we've, we've, uh, burned every bridge you can burn. Like, sure. Sure. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing behind the scenes. Well, it also shows like, you know, if you're talking about indie cred here, like it shows your cred because, you know, to, to satire something, you have to understand it and know it. Like you have to yeah. know the culture to make fun of it. Absolutely. You know? True. So I think that that's part of why people like 
trust, you know, a trust, uh-huh. a, a joke news site, you know? Yeah. Like, we're all, we're yeah. all f- uh, fans. We're yeah. all like, like hard drive is we're all, we're gamers writing about games and yeah. we love games. And like, that's why we make fun of them. Um, like I, I make, or even like some of the funniest stuff, I think some of my favorite stuff I've written is very much making fun of me. Like the sure. target is me. Yeah. Like the dad, the dad bonds with promoter over son's lack of hustle. <laughs> <laughs> like I totally, totally get it. Yeah. yeah like, uh, so yeah, you, so many of the experiences that made me able to write for hard times, uh, we shared sure, yeah. the, the three of us really, yeah. all three of us know all kinds of things about promoters and right on. Um, stuff like that. Uh, mm. One specific promoter yeah who's definitely not part of the scene anymore but i still don't want to say his name i couldn't imagine (laughs) um yeah i i for your sake i won't say his name. yeah 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 so potentially a new vertical serious uh serious culture um, stuff that uh that seems to be it seems to be happening i just don't want to announce too much because it's uh i it's interesting i mean i uh work for the hard times but i i very much like hard drive is really its own thing now so we, we have like a total editorial thing that's just us so I I can speak to that in more sort of detail but it's cool how like uh um like the hard times expanding to to other types of commentary and stuff it's cool because like where it's a very like ragtag group of people that that often tried to do other things first Mm -hmm. um and ended up doing this like just like me like almost everyone there no one was like no one, none of us like left college being like, I want to be a satire editor. Right. Cause yeah. it's just not a position that really existed or yeah. barely existed outside the onion. So, um, it, it, like we kind of ended up here and then the site is expanding into all these areas. And it's like, it's, it's almost like instead of me trying to follow other ambitions, I should just wait for the hard times to expand to the thing I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just wait. <laughs> like it I out. should just wait for us to have like a publishing label. And yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it, I mean, just how like, you know, I, I wrote, started out mostly writing articles for hard times, but I'm much more of a gamer than I'm not a, a punk. You yeah. know, I'm, I was in bands and that's a lot of those experiences are shared mm-hmm. being in local bands is the same, whether you're a punk or metal, or, sure. yeah. you know, we, we had shows where we almost all our shows, we were the only indie band. It's true. Um, yeah. It could be like us in like death metal groups. Right. Um, but then it became, they, they added the gaming thing and I'm a gamer. So it became much more like, um, much more relevant. So like, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about doing this culture thing on, on the hard drive side. We'd love to do a book. We're going to do more videos, uh, follow, just follow us on, uh, follow us on everything, but definitely if you follow us on Twitter, where our Twitter is very active. Yeah. Like you'll see anything that we do, but, uh, yeah, we have two, uh, we have two podcasts. Yeah. I was going to ask about the podcast. Yeah. So. There's a hard times podcast, which is an interview podcast with Bill and Matt. Okay. And there is the, uh, super Mario brothers, super show show, Okay, which is a, uh, it's the chief editor of hard drive and our staff writer, Mark, and they, watch a different episode of the old super mario brothers tv show every week and talk about it and they have guests on they had a uh the guy who played toad was on recently okay um which was a big how did they get that how did they get that uh twitter oh twitter's amazing we've like made friends with with people that we are fans of on twitter it's pretty cool but uh but um and yeah like like some of them like like we can kind of give like a level of cred to gaming personalities because that's cool we're like kind of you know, uh, jokesters so they can kind of feel cool. You're right. Um, but, uh, the hard times pot, like super Mario brothers, uh, super show show got the guy who plays toad. 
Hard Times podcast got uh, like Fred Armisen and like oh wow uh, a guy from I think like Bad Religion and okay like they're interviewing like actual really yeah, cool yeah. people uh, you know um, we can't can compete say, with we can say from experience that it's surprising the people that you can get to be guests on your podcast yeah you know like, totally people are more willing to talk than you'd think <laughs> yeah you know and I, I mean we're promoting this uh, book so Matt has been on like dozens like he's just he's on he's taking all kinds of requests. Maybe yeah. you guys could get him. I don't know. I would love to have him. Um, yeah. I, 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 he's, he said yes to some, some ragtag stuff. So okay. I'm yeah. sure I bet you could get him, but, but yeah, like he, cause that's the thing you're promoting it. And it's just like, you gotta, um, like you just say yes a lot. Yeah. So, so he's yeah. been all over the place and, uh, and it's cool. Like the hard, it's really like been surprising. The hard times has, uh, a lot more goodwill than I expected when yeah. I started with them. Like people, like not obviously most people, most people haven't heard of us, but when they have, they, they like get excited. Yeah. Well, they're, I think that's one of the cool things to see is like, yeah, I used to have to explain to people what the hard times was. And now, you know, like we were just talking uh, with Andy who works out of here as well. Mm -hmm. Other, another Andy. And I mentioned the hard times and right away he's like, oh yeah, I love, you know, and he mentioned like two or three headlines that like he loved, you know? Yeah. And um, that's, that's really cool to see. Yeah, it is. Know? Um, I, and I was a fan for, I mean, I really like, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to be working with them. Like they're brilliant. Matt's brilliant. Bill is like, they're, they're all, uh, like I'm, I'm amazed. Like it's easy for me cause I came in and it was already built and it's great. And I can like contribute whatever I have to contribute. It's great. It's great to be able to contribute it, but I'm amazed by what these guys pulled off. Sure. Like I can't, I mean, you got, I mean, you, you two also like starting a business is like, I can't imagine. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not as fun as it looks. I don't think it looks. I don't think it looks. I don't think it looks fun. It looks hard. Well, that that's one of the things that um, uh, Jorge, the uh, CEO at Symphonic Distribution, has told me before, where he says that everybody wants to be a founder, but nobody wants to be a CEO, and that's <laughs> that's the key. Uh -huh. You know, it's like everybody wants to come up with this really cool idea and this business and be a founder, but like to actually like build the business is the is the hard part. Yeah, you know? I mean that's the thing. Like. I think, I think I already said this a bit, but Matt is, a. I mean, Matt founded the site and he's this really creative guy. Um, but he, and he's still like editor in chief. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and he, and he gets involved with creative stuff from time to time, but he, he's just full time all day business stuff, like yeah. meetings, plans. Like he really, uh, like he had to become a business person and become a, essentially a CEO. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I think he misses the creative stuff sometimes. But like, I mean, he's like the superhero that makes it all possible because like, he you know he'll drop in on he'll drop in on our meetings and stuff and like the and he when he has time to do creative stuff it's great to have him because he's so his instincts are so good. But mm -hmm. like more often than not, it's sort of him dropping in and being like. You know, if you guys need money, let me know. Or like, if you, need, <laughs> right. you know, it's just very yeah. like he's, he's working his, his butt off and like, it's easy for, you know, us to come in and, and, uh, do, uh, do our gamer jokes and edit articles and stuff. But yeah. like it, it is, I can't imagine how hard it is to actually keep the lights on in yeah. the company, you know? Um, so I, I can't, when I, when I talk about hard times and hard drive and say like, we, like we're doing something or whatever, it's like, that's easy for me to say, cause I'm just doing my little thing, but like. What they do is it it uh it amazes me. Like I'm sure some radical percentage of satire sites don't even get off the ground. So yeah, um, I mean most sites, period, don't get off the ground. You know, yeah, so yeah. so yeah. um, I mean, as far as hard times goes, like he would if you if you uh ever 
get a chance to talk to him on here or whatever, like he, I, I would, I would be curious to listen to that interview because sure. I don't know how yeah. he did it either. I would love to know too. Yeah. I mean, but, I know him, uh, some, but I don't know what's going on in that noggin. That's know? what I'm saying. That's what I said earlier. I was like, I, I don't know if anyone really knows Matt. Yeah. Sandler, I don't know. He's know? very, he's, uh, he's, yeah. he, he actually, he keeps his cards like close to his chest a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it seems like a really genuine, really cool guy. So yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, he, like he, he didn't have to make his company as wide open to its writers as it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, even as just as a contributor, uh, he would, an- he'll answer your email. He'll talk to you. Like he, he's there for, and he does not have to be. Yeah. So like he, I mean, he made a point to be, to make the hard times a place where people can grow and get better. And that's the only reason I work for them now. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, I, I literally just came in and started writing some headlines and, and slowly kind of got involved and they like, uh, I wouldn't, I really would encourage anyone, um, you can find it on our website, but anyone who wants to write for hard times or hard drive, we have an email and you, anyone, literally anyone can send 10 headlines and we read every single one of them. And if we like them, you can end up in the group. Like there's no, uh, no connections required. Yeah. And usually there is. So like most places there is connections, uh, required. So, um, go for it. I, I, I'm, shaking saying this because i'm terrified of like, yeah. <laughs> like a tidal wave of like we get, of, we of get the so emails you're gonna get yeah but i will read them damn it i really yeah. will so and then you can also follow andy on his personal twitter at right. i am andy holt at i am andy holt yeah yes um and then definitely my dang tweets yeah and definitely if you listen to him on this show and then you go follow him on twitter like tell him how much of an asshole he is yeah right, you know? right. Like, tell him straight to his face tell him, on randy. his twitter that Tell Randy me. and Jason said, "Hey, I heard you're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you." This is how. That's how. That's how we make love. That's, yeah, that's it's it. true. It's true. Well, we're pretty much out of time, but uh, you know, it's been great. Obviously, hanging out. You know, like yeah. one of the one of the things that we can do the most is talk to each other. You know, so I yeah. feel like anytime yeah. you put us in a room, when you, you got know. a podcast, I was like, "That's great," because. Uh, like we've that I would want to know how many hours we've spent sitting on porches talking, but uh, all too many hours. Um, I do hours well spent, very well <laughs> yeah, spent. Of course, uh, yeah. before the sentence, I want to say I say this to people all the time. I'm so proud of you guys. Oh, I, lo- I love you guys so much. It's so I'm so honored to be on your podcast. I'm amazed by what you guys do. Uh, you keep Tampa strong. Uh, I love Tampa. Yeah, try. I love you guys. Uh, so thanks, and I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Well, we're we're proud of you too, and we're and, glad. We love you immensely. Yeah. Oh, God, and we're glad God. that you're notable enough to be on our show. <laughs> now, you know? All right. Let's, so. take, let's take this in the back. Yeah. You want, you want to go to the independent? Notice how like this is like how Twitter works, but yeah. I've seen maybe I've seen maybe like thirty people 
post snarky stuff about how people who don't watch Game of Thrones, it's like it's like people that say sports ball, like it's so dumb that right. you would that you would like act like you're better than Game of Thrones. I've seen a bunch of people post that. I've actually never seen anyone post that they're better than Game of Thrones or that they don't watch it. Like that's a fake thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like what's no what's what's hacky is like defending Game of Thrones because no one's attacking Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, like it's so it's so ridiculous.